morning, Chicago, and welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We have Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you on this Waddle Wednesday with open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Watch our show on YouTube, youtube.com. Hit that subscribe button, that way you can watch our show and all the shows on ESPN Chicago. Also... Wherever you get your podcast, look for Cap and J Hood. Hit that subscribe button for the ESPN Chicago app, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out Cap and J Hood. Miss none of our content. Cap Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus spoke to the media in Indianapolis at the the uh, combine. Ryan Poles got a chance to talk to Wallen Sylvie about a number of things. First of all. Ryan Poles was asked by Wallen Sylvie, would you still be willing to trade the first pick if you really love a prospect? Um, I think if it gets to the point where someone were to check all of those boxes that you believe, you know, put a guy in a situation to be, you know, special, uh, yeah, I think you'd probably shut down the whole thing. Um, There's obviously some strategy in that as well. Um, But we'll we'll kind of see how this this thing plays out. But, yeah, all of those things are going to affect how we move forward. Justin Fields and the Bears' situations in a gray area right now. Has Fields been frustrated by the process? No, Justin's so poised and takes it one day at a time. Um, you know, even he's mentioned like he understands the business and, and these difficult difficult calls and situations. Um, and Justin's always been himself, uh, and that's that's something we all value in the organization as well. So um, everything has stayed positive. To this point. Cap, you heard from Ryan Poles when he said that I want to do right by Justin Fields. Correct. Do right by him. That is correct. You know what that means? Yeah, I'm going to trade him, but I want I don't want to send him to Siberia. I want to make it somewhere where he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Look, Caleb Williams' interview with Pete Thamel today, I tweeted it out for people if they want to read it with ESPN.com. It is out standing stuff and anyone that had concerns how many times have we gotten like, oh he doesn't want to play in chicago he wants ownership of the team not allowed by the nfl rules by the way uh just a million different things he loves deep dish pizza he watches goes down the rabbit hole and watches youtube videos of michael jordan and walter payton and he said look it's not about the money he's gonna make money anyway he's already made millions in nil i want to be a legend. I want to be immortal was the word. When it's all done, I want to look back and go, I was one of the all-time greats. I want that in our city. That's exactly right. I've seen the White Sox win out of nowhere. Whoa! Yep. Four straight complete games that win the World Series. We saw the 85 Bears. My brother and I watching that Thursday night game when they beat Minnesota going, okay, something special is going on here. And they won. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best team ever. Maybe. I saw the Cubs do the unthinkable, which you predicted the day Theo was hired, and they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan and the Bulls dominated the 90s and won six titles. I saw three Stanley Cup championships. Two of them I was covering on the ice. Amazing. I've never seen even a decent quarterback in terms of being a top 10 guy in the league. Never. We might have this guy. Get it done. Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. And then support him with an infrastructure yes. where he can win. Because when Pat- Patrick Mahomes has said, when I got there and they had Kelsey and they had 
Tyreek Hill, and they had a good offensive line and a good defense, and then I had Andy Reid and Alex Smith and whoever else around him, that's why I developed into what I am. So it's on the Bears now to support this kid, like when they brought Cutler here. Whatever you think of Jay, good, bad, whatever. Did they upgrade the O-line? Not really. Did they get him a number one receiver like a DJ Moore and then draft another one like a Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze or Marvin Harrison? No, they gave him Devin Hester and Johnny Knox. Oh, I wonder why it didn't work out. And then nine different offensive coordinators. I'm listening to Sylvie list the all, the, all the different offensive coordinators when Jay got here. Mm-hmm. He went from Ron Turner to Mike Martz to Mike Tice to Adam Gase. He had Jeremy Bates. He had all these different voices. We never supported the guy. Correct. Let's, for one time, what is the best thing for us to have that quarterback reach his potential? Yeah, that is expanding the word in infrastructure. Because some will hear us talk about infrastructure and mm-hmm. think, yep, he needs protection, offensive line. Yep, he needs a wide receiver. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that. That's just the basics that you need for the Chicago Bears to operate. The infrastructure is more than on the field. It's in the front office. It's the way that you go about business. Correct. That's the, the infrastructure we're talking about. When we go back to Jake Cutler and that infrastructure, well, you know what the fans all say, fire the offensive coordinator. Well, it was as if fans were in the front office saying, let's just have a cha-cha line of offensive coordinators until we get this right. Well, that means that he's got to go through seven or eight different playbooks and philosophies. No wonder Jay Cutler was screwed up. It wasn't like that he was great. I don't even know if he was ever going to be great, but you didn't give him a chance. Correct. And that's the point that we're talking about. When we say infrastructure, it sounds like, oh, you mean take care of him in the draft, the free agency, and get a couple offensive linemen and, and, and be a top-tier t- top team offensively? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about from Ryan Poles and the way that the Bears do business, where it looks like a clean operation, where it looks like business, not mom and pop. That's the difference when we talk about infrastructure, how all of it works, Cap. Correct. That's what I'm talking about. And when you hire a coaching staff and you put these guys in place, everything is about the quarterback. Yes, it is. That's what they do in Kansas City. That's what John Harbaugh did to get the most out of Lamar Jackson. And that's what we have to do here. Oh, we can upgrade at left tackle or we can get a better center. That's great. What about the quarterback? Chase greatness. That's the hashtag. Matt Eberflus, the head coach for the Bears yesterday, talking about how he's evaluating quarterbacks. Is he doing it differently this year? No, I think you do it the same every year. You know, you want to have a a thorough evaluation on all the players uh, because you go back to those and and you look at those evaluations. You know, as those guys grow uh, in the league and go through free agency, you look at those all those evaluations. So you do it the same. Yeah, the wiring of a quarterback obviously is uh, number one is leadership. You know, you have to be a great leader. You got to be resilient. Uh, You got to be able to handle criticism. You know, and then obviously the physical traits. You know, that's that's a big part of it. Um, you know, you know the accuracy, the timing, the the platform, all the things you talk about with that. And then being a winner. You know, that's what that's what it comes down to. Um, all these teams that uh, that do things at the end of the season, they, they have winners at the quarterback spot. Look, I'm not a fan of Eber Plus. I've said this on on the record. I just thought that he was a temporary hire for the Bears or something greater. But I understand what he's saying. It's got to be even more than what he's talking about. It's got to be production on the field too. Like, leadership matters and all the stuff you mentioned, Cap, matters. But even though I'm not the biggest fan of Matt, all that matters for the Bears to be able to get to where they want to be on the offensive side of the football. I get it. 
Yeah, and uh, you have to give him credit. Polls said this to me one day, and he said it to the media as well, but I was talking to Ryan Polls one day, and he said, when we were going through our darkest times, 14 losses in a row, mm-hmm. he said, it could have gotten out of control in that room. He said, that dude came in every single day, and he wasn't overjoyed, but he was positive with a smile on his face. We're going back to work, and we're going to keep working till we get this right. He goes, and dudes play for him. He said, you cannot put a price on dudes playing for him that are professional athletes that they're going to get their money anyway. So... Hey, if they go out and win 10 games next year, God bless him. He'll awesome. get an extension. And he'll but, deserve it. But the, the results still matter, Cap. Right. Like, like, you could say, you know what? Coach doesn't get in my kitchen all the time about the things I do. He's, he's very direct, but then he moves on. So you can respect that as a player. Correct. He treats me like a man. All that kind of stuff, right? Okay, great. But because of that respect he gives you, you give him the respect by being able to do your job as a Chicago Bear. And you play hard. Win or lose, yeah. you come to compete every day. That means staying in your playbook. Oh, I'm tired. Put the film on one more time because maybe, just maybe, you'll pick up one small thing and you go, wow, how did you know to break on that path? I, I was exhausted and I watched the film one more time and I noticed he does this when he does that. So I jumped the route and I picked it off. That's how those things are done. Yeah, It's not by accident. So yeah, I'm... I'm over the moon where this thing is headed. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number as we go to the phone lines to talk to you. Hey, Ryan Pohl says he wants to know the quarterback situation as soon as possible. Let's talk about it here on Captain Jay Hood as we say hello to Mike in Plymouth, Indiana. He's with us here on Captain Jay Hood. Mike, good morning. What's up, boys? Hey, Mike, how are What's you? What's up, buddy? I can't stand no more. I just can't stand no more. I'm going to ask you guys a question. Okay. If we offered three, three, three number ones, three number twos, three threes, DJ Moore and Justin Fields to Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes, what are they saying? Wait, wait. Say that question again. If, if we're you, offering three ones, yeah. three twos, yeah. three threes, Pat, uh, DJ Moore and Justin Fields to Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes, what are they saying? No. They're they're laughing. I told That's you, Bill Polian on this station, Danny booked him. Bill Polian, yeah. I said, in his prime, I call you up. I want Patrick, uh, Peyton Manning. He said, listen to me clearly. You could have offered me 10 number ones. No. That's how important a franchise quarterback is to your team. Yeah, I just want to make this point real quick. I won't take up too much time. A, a star quarterback covers up so much on your team that it makes draft picks less important. You don't have to hit on all these draft picks when you have a great quarterback who covers up your warts. That's how it is. That's how it's always been. How it always will be. But look, let's just concentrate on Justin Fields' third and fourth quarters. Take the first halves away. He's Zach Wilson, folks. He's Zach Wilson. He's fifty-eight percent completion percentage. He's you know all those things. He's fumbled. He has in the last seven games. He had more fumbles than touchdown passes, folks. What well, are we talking about here? I wouldn't say he's well said, Mike. Wouldn't say he's that bad. His numbers are. His numbers are. I mean, if I had a choice between the two, I think I know who I'd well, take. Well, obviously, yeah. But I got an athlete on that side. Let me it. ask you a question. Yeah. If I told you they're both healthy, you can have Daniel Jones 
or Justin Fields to date on their performance? Who are you taking? Tyson Bajan. Wow. Dan and Midway on ESPN 1000. Dan, good morning. Hello. Hi, Dan. Hey, how are you? What's up, buddy? No, I just had a comment that you had a couple of minutes uh, a couple of minutes ago, Cap, about uh, I agree with you drafting Khalid Williams. All and right. I see, your point, I see your points, but why are we going to give up on fields when we never surround fields with weapons? What's the, quarterback's, what's the quarterback's name, Dan? Khalid Williams? Khalid. Yeah, Caleb Williams. It's Caleb. Caleb. Khalib. Khalib. Okay. So uh, you've Khalib. got me confused here. Uh-huh. You get you yeah. understand drafting Caleb. No. Caleb. Khalib. But you don't. Why are we giving up on field? You can't have them both. No. So that my, my, but my, my point is you're saying draft all these weapons for him. Surround Williams with him, but we Khalid. never we never really did that for Justin. We just we got DJ Moore, but now let's get some more weapons for him because he's showing improvement. We're taking a chance taking a quarterback with the number one. That's my point. And then to your uh, Jay Jay Cutler also had uh, Marshall too as a receiver, and he failed with that. He did. He had Martellus wow. Bennett. Yeah, he had yep. some weapons, and we appreciate your call, Khalid. man. Hundred percent. But the bottom line is, life is not fair. Justin will go somewhere, and if it's Atlanta, as being speculated by NBC Sports Chicago's Josh Schrock, he's going to have Kyle Pitts, he's going to have Drake London, he's going to have Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier, and a good offensive he and a good defense. That's a good team. Justin's already broke it down to the brothers, the uh, Brown Brothers podcast. He goes, "Oh, they just need another wide receiver." He already gave you the analysis. They're picking at eight. They could grab Roma Dunze right in front of us. <laughs> Isn't it so Chicago? Yeah. From our last guy. Calling him Kaleeb already. I mean, just we are just a city of mispronunciation. It's unbelievable. We? It's all from Harry Carey. Khalib. Every bit of it. Kaleeb. Let me tell you about this Kaleeb. It's Kaleeb. It's, it's, it's actually, if it's Harry, it's Belak. And mispronunciations as Correct. well. Correct. Belak. It's Kaleeb backwards. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. More of your phone calls coming up on the Chicago Bears and more from Ryan Poles and what he had to say yesterday to the press. If you missed it, we have it for you. Coming up next on the Home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Oh, Cap, Jay Hood, big fan, man. Cap Bop, 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 bop. Watch out, fellas. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. It's a Captain J. Hood morning show on ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We'll find out what's happening with this civil-like weather that we've had in Chicago with Tracy Butler coming up at 9.50. Yeah, I did some research on the weather today, so, so we'll we talk about it. So we don't need Tracy? Or? No, we'll talk about it with Tracy. She's the authority. All right. We are going to hear from Ryan Poles for those that missed it, Cap. And I'm... I know that we are intrigued by what the Bears are going to do at one. I'm also interested in the defensive side of things as well with Jalen Johnson. I just like that Ryan Poles put it out there very, very clearly that they want to avoid the franchise tag with Jalen Johnson. I hope so. I'd like to avoid the franchise tag uh, for him. I think there's a really good space uh, for us to find a middle ground. Um, again, we always have the tag to, to use, um, but I really would like to, to get something done long term. Jalen Johnson. Um, in the process of getting Jalen Johnson done, um, conversations are going well at this time. Uh, we feel like we've done a really good job um, kind of coming to the table strong 
um, showing the respect um, that he's due just in terms of his production through his career and really an emphasis on the turnovers that he created this past year. Our expectation is that's going to continue to go um, as he's with the Bears. Um, when I say coming strong, it means cash flows are strong, guarantees are strong. Uh, the term is strong for him. Um, being hit with his age, uh, there's a really good opportunity for him to go back to the market again um, and continue to earn money and play well, and hopefully that's with the Bears for a long period of time. So I'm excited about that. Uh, like I've said about those deals all the time, it takes two to tango, and you got to find a, a place that everyone feels comfortable with. So uh, I feel really good about that situation. Thoughts there from Ryan Poles regarding uh, Jalen Johnson. Look, he's made it clear, and he did weeks ago. Jalen Johnson is going nowhere. Now, this was a way to put a volley on a tennis court right back into Jalen's court. The guarantees are strong. The cash is strong. And it gives him a chance to get back to free agency at a young age. He's what, 24? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if it's a four-year deal, he's 28. A five-year deal, he's still in his 20s. If he plays at that high level, he'll have another bite at the free agent apple. Maybe not as lucrative as this one because you get older, but he's going to make a ton of money if he stays healthy and he performs. That's it. Just perform. If you're a Bears fan today and you know everybody's, oh, the Bears, they stink, they're this, they're that. You, I've never been more optimistic about where this franchise is headed. With polls in charge, Warren working on the stadium. Get this all done. This young quarterback comes in, and hopefully the good Lord smiles on us and we have a top five quarterback in the NFL. Yep. You know why you feel this optimistic, Cap? It's because we've never seen the Bears tear it down to the studs before. Never. That's different. Never. See, this is why I know that if someone called in and told us, you know what, this feels like same old, same old. The Bears are going to bungle it. You have every right to feel that way, if that's how you feel, because history's on your side. Mm-hmm. However, this is the only time that I can remember, Cap, and remember, we've seen some bad teams or the Bears not being able to spend money or just kind of middling or getting cheaper options to be able to field a team. No, this is being built step-by-step by, step by Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears. Correct. It's different than what we have seen. And so the hope is that it works. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. I mean, I got a picture of Caleb Williams on my screen right now. I'm ready for him. It's amazing. Let's go to the phone lines to talk Let's to you. Let's go. A little poly? <laughs> Whatever Aww. it takes. Whatever. Hey, man. Listen, I, Cap, I got to so be honest. Excited. I don't know if you sales pitching <laughs> that is going to do us any favors. <laughs> might change some of the answers in that Pete hey, Tamil interview. All I know is I made sure through Jennifer Bellinger, his mother, pizza for life, and you, they'll throw that in. Four days later, he signed with the Cubs. I'm just telling you. Hoodie, my dream right now is that Bellinger has like a 630 OPS season. And caps ah, go back to the motor city. Three years, eighty Jerk. million dollars, and a lifetime supply of Lou Malnati's. <laughs> <laughs> he got too fat on the pizza. <laughs> I can't wait for that. That'll be the narrative. I already stole the line because it's coming. That pizza show is good. Boy. Cap, that, it is good. Oh, it's man. not that I'm rooting against you as a friend. I'm just rooting for the content. <laughs> I, I think it would be incredible. I could just tell, man. He goes into a June swoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got too fat on the free pizza. Take that. 
Cap, Cody, uh, could you ask your wife to ship me? I need six sausage pizza. Nope. You're in a nine for 72 slump, and I'm seeing a roll around your middle. Oh, my God. I can get you the, the low-carb version. Oh, you're going to send him a salad. You'll go the same way, Stoney. Does. You ever heard of eating the loose salad? <laughs> Mix in a salad once in a while. Oh, my God. Is that what Stoney said about Lance Lee? Yeah. <laughs> Jerk off. For saying that. I mean, just, I mean, pretty much. He should mix in a salad every now and then. Oh, thanks, Steve. That's nice to say. <laughs> do you like my picture of uh, Caleb Williams? I do. What do you think of it? What do you think of it, Shay? My picture of uh, Caleb Williams on the screen. That isn't Caleb Williams. First of all. <laughs> Tell the people what you got. He, he wasn't sure at first. I'm like, wait a minute. Why does he look that way? I looked. I'm like, that's not Caleb Williams. <laughs> Why would he be on a basketball court? Why wouldn't he be? He's a great athlete. Right? So here's what I did. And I, I fooled Cap temporarily until he took a good look. I mean, facially Cap. Caleb Williams and Jalen and uh, Javel McGee, very similar <laughs> to, to Cap. Close, yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah, but it was Javel McGee. Yeah. <laughs> three one two three oh, three two. No. ESPN. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Cap just can't see enough differences between the two. No, nope. no. I kind of looked up. I don't. Oh, be careful. Like, be very careful. See? Be very careful about what? I looked see? up. I'm like, brother. That's not Caleb Williams. That's a basketball Brother. player. You could, and from the other picture, you could see the sleeveless like basketball jersey. 100%. All I could see is Caleb Williams. That's all I could see from here. I'm just so fired up that this guy's coming. Yes. Excuse me? Excuse me? He is going to be in our town, and it's going to be freaking amazing. Yeah, that's pretty much... We're all excited, Captain. My oh. God. Keep it in your pants. I <laughs> think. Legerious Sneed has been officially franchise tagged. Somebody on Twitch say we got to play, play the pause game around here, if you know what that means. I don't. Every guy can bust. <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause. That's right. Say a, uh, say a phrase that's controversial. Pause. Uh, you were saying about Legerious Sneed. He was franchise tagged this morning by the Kansas City Chiefs. So what do you think? There has been talk that they will have, they would entertain trading him if they can't get a long-term deal done. What would that, what would you have to give up to get him? How old is Legereus Sneed? 27. (laughs) Wow. That was unbelievable. That's, that's, a, that's a good job, Josh and Niles. I agree with you. So now, oh, I so thought now, it was a drop. I'm like, what's happening? What just happened? So, so, Josh, because of the news, and you said the Bears should get Snead, now what? Well, um, it doesn't take off the table the sign-and-trade aspect that you gentlemen were talking about earlier. Um, I just want to kind of talk about how Cap poo-pooed the – Legereus Sneed signing almost instantaneously after it was brought up, as if moving uh, Stevenson to your corner, or excuse me, to your um, 
uh, the corner, the slot corner, and then having brisker and depth at the um, secondary position is a bad thing. Um, I think it would be great to have the top cornerback duo in the NFL, or arguably at least um, going up against Dallas with Deron Bland and Trayvon or Trayvon Diggs. Um, also, you completely uh, lost me. You have. Kyler Gordon, outstanding. Mm-hmm. You have Tyreek Stevenson. You have Jalen Johnson. You have Jaquan Brisker. You have Terrell Smith. Hicks. You have Hicks. You're going to go out and probably get, unless Terrell moves over there, a free safety. I'm not giving up a first-round pick to get Legereus Sneed. I'm not. I need a receiver here. I need a rush edge. I need a three technique. I need an upgrade on my offensive line. I got other things I got to do. Not telling you he's not a good player. What's the most you give up? Well, I mean, I don't think there is a pro- it, They're not going to let him go for nothing. They're going to ask for high compensation, and I got to pay the dude. I like Snead, Josh. He's a good just, player. But I do need to have more of a pass rush and get to the quarterback. I think that was a good step this past season. But don't you think you need more on the line? 100%. You're going to address that need more than likely with the ninth pick or whatever pick may come, depending on what you do at the number one, if you trade back or if you take Caleb. Um, my, my, sub, my whole concept of the thing was that adding depth at a position will make the defensive line better, as we always put hand in hand um also one more thing from yesterday gentlemen um you were talking about how going to the scouting combine is kind of uh a waste of time for the head coach um first of all what is the head coach in the nfl doing that's more important than the scouting combine on february 28th and 29th um going there to see how your potential players are acting and how they would run a huddle and how they carry themselves in practice is a huge attention to detail step. So just poo-pooing it and say that's for other people to do, I feel was just a, an oversight on your part yesterday, Cap. Well, first all of all, say. I don't think they're commanding any huddles down in Indianapolis. It's more running 40-yard dashes, bench pressing. They have meetings. A lot of the coaches are like, I'm not going to sit here in the stands when I could be back at the office working like watching tape on the quarterback prospects, watching players that my general manager has asked me to evaluate rather than watching Jonathan Hood, left tackle, University of Georgia, run his 40-yard dash. That's what I'd tell you. Josh, we appreciate the phone call. Shay? I just, uh, what makes you think they're going to get a first for Legereus Need? I didn't say that. I just said, what are they going to? What are they going to ask for for him? Well, I just look at like Jalen Ramsey got moved for a okay tight end and a third round pick. Well, when he was traded though in his prime, he was getting, they gave up two number ones for him. Right, but he's twenty nine right now. Sneed's twenty seven, going to be twenty eight. Needs a lot of money, might be on a tag. That always typically lessens the return you'll get in a trade. And how much am I going to have to pay him? Well, I mean, that's the big question. You're going to commit a large portion of your salary cap to a position where you're already pretty set on that with Jalen Johnson. So I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just, I don't think it would cost as much to get him as you're thinking in terms of capital. Right, but I also said to put the contract with it, I can't pay Jalen $20 million and Legereus Sneed $20 million and go get a receiver like people want T. Higgins. Right. What am I giving up draft capital and another $20 million? You just don't have it. T. Higgins I'm more entertained with because, again, you might get him for – he's on a tag. 
You're going to have to pay him. You might not need to give up a first. He's 24 years old. I know, but... It's the price of poker. I'll be shocked if you could get him for less than a, a one. Depends what other people are offering. I mean, the Bengals are all in to try and win the Super Bowl this year. They're getting their quarterback back. They're going to let their second-best receiver just walk out the door for not a first-round pick? I don't believe it. I know it sounds strange from yesterday, Cap, but is, could, do you mind turning the heat up a little bit in here? The heat. You want it warmer? Well, it's a little chilly in here. I mean, look, look at the, where's the temperature at? 64. Dion. All right, coming up. Blame Dion for that. Okay. Thanks, Dion Miller. Okay. Uh, Coming up. It is a little chilly. Did you know? Have a sandwich. It's a little chilly. Dion's awesome. She's one of my dear friends, but she's slight, so she gets colder easier. (laughs) I don't know why. I know it was 75 yesterday, but it's 62 in here, for God's sakes. I think we can put this on Sylvie because Dion's in Indianapolis. (laughs) Still blame Dion. All right. Wow. Coming up. She put it out there on Twitter, by the way, that she's the one that does this. So we just blame her. That she makes it colder? Yeah, because, you know. Hot flashes. Yep. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? (laughs) Not like she's still having children. We all age. Hey, Hey. I sleep with someone every night that has hot flashes. I mean, it is what it is. One of the dogs has hot flashes? Cap thinks that there's something wrong with Snorlax. No, I know there is. Okay. I don't know what happened to him. It's embarrassing. All right. We'll find out what that is coming up next on Cap and J. Hood. Here's today's headline. Headline with Cap and J. Hood. Ryan Poles may have tipped his hand yesterday at the NFL Combine saying he wants to do right by Justin Fields in the event the Bears decide to trade the quarterback. The White Sox got baseball's first look at Shohei Otani. In a Dodgers uniform yesterday, Dodgers beat the Sox 9-6. Otani won for three with a two-run home run in the game. He was also a victim of a strikeout by Garrett Crochet. Bulls gave Detroit their ninth win last night in a 105-95 abomination at home at the United Center. Bulls were just two of 29 from the three-point line in the loss as they fell to 27-31 and on the season. They get the Cavs at the United Center tonight. The Pistons improved to an amazing 9 and 49, and two of those nine against Chicago. Cubs officially announced Cody Bellinger signing yesterday, but Bellinger expected to meet with the media again today at spring training. And Caleb Williams sat down with ESPN.com's Pete Thamel and spoke about coming to Chicago. If the Bears want me, if I get drafted by them, I'll be excited. It's their call. No narrative, no agenda. Talked about going down the rabbit hole of watching video of Michael Jordan and Walter Payton and said, it's not about the money. It's not about anything else other than I want to be a legend and immortal. Jay Moore. Dear Lord. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Appreciate oh you guys listening to you streaming on the ESPN 1000 app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Greeny at 10, Carmen and Yurko at 12, Waddle and Sylvia at 3, Black and Abdallah 6 to, 6.30 to 8 into game night at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000. Brrr, what did happen to that boy? Brrr, what happened to Shay Norland? Cap, what is your issue with Shay? So, like, Shay's this guy who, uh-huh. man, football, I'm locked in, I'm this, I'm that. Brrr. 
I don't want anybody over at the house that isn't into the games like I am. I don't want to go somewhere and have to watch it with my wife's friends if they're not into it and they're talking and they're about the food. Dude, this guy's going over to his wife's friends' houses now to watch Love is Blind. He's getting on their chat messaging thing. Like, who are you? I love it, dude. That's such a good show. It's so good. It's unbelievable. I, I like two weeks ago, my wife was watching uh, the new episodes from the, this new season, season six, and I had typically just like walked by. I'm not interested. I sat down on the couch and I was just absolutely glued to my television. Mm-hmm. Then last week, I couldn't wait to watch the new episodes that came out, and now the new episodes released today. And her friends are having like a watch party deal, so I'm going over to a friend's apartment. There's going to be a charcuterie board, wine, the whole bit. We're hanging out and watching Love Is Blind. Yes, a charcuterie board. Yes. Like, like, what happened to you? (laughs) Nothing, man. It's entertaining. Good is good. Why is I got so many people? (laughs) Thank you, Jay Moore. I got so many people being like, Shay, you should be ashamed of yourself watching this show. And I just like it's so. Who cares if it's sloppy and dumb? It's fun. It's entertaining. I can't take my eyes off of this God car bless. crash. God bless. I'll be watching North Texas on college basketball tonight. You have fun with Love Is Blind. You know what? Shay made me onto something. Oh, stop! What do you mean, Jay Moore? He's not going to watch the show. He's going to watch the show. <sighs> See. The hot women that could are on a, that show. Could be an untapped market, Cap. The hot women on the show or the hot women that are friends with Jason? Just, I'm telling you, it could be an untapped market. You, oh. you and Mindy get into uh, Love is Blind, start going to her friends' watch parties. All of a sudden, the baskets start swinging. No, thank you. What's wrong with that? Um, I'm not into that. Hoodie, I know you know the show. I know you're into this. Okay, well, first of all, as I've said before, I have not watched this season. I've watched the previous two seasons, so I know what Love is Blind is. It, it is a, it's an interesting show. I hasn't, haven't been able to have time to watch it this season, but I saw the previous two. My only disappointment always is, Cap, with those shows, is like you invest so much time, and you really think those relationships are going to work, or at least one of them is going to work. And then down the line, after they have their season over, then you read on a tabloid someplace, yeah, they broke up. Yeah, they're not going to get married. And the other thing about that show, Love is Blind, is is that within the same season, you meet someone through a wall. For those that don't know, you're on the other side of a wall. A woman's on one side, you're on the other. And you're trying to figure out whether or not you're a match based on conversation and not seeing one another. Then there's this reveal. They come out from the other side of the wall and you see each other. In that same season, you get married to the person. You live with them, and then you get married. It's so good. In the same season. Not like six months or a year to find out. You know, you meet their families, meet their friends, all within the same season. So, like I said, I saw the previous two seasons. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But the thing that, again, I'm disappointed in is, like, you invest so much time, and it's like, what, none of these relationships work? Well, no bleep. You only know them for just a season of whatever that TV show is. It's five weeks, I think, six weeks, something like that, that they're together. I love it. It's so messy. I don't care if they stay together or not. I prefer when there's blowout fights and cheating and all the things that go on. Mm. It's just unbelievably entertaining. You don't really know what you're getting, right? 
is pretty just, much. Uh, Dude, the she's... reveals are great. The girl who said she looks like Megan Fox, and then the guy sees her and walks out, and his first confessional is, she kind of lied to me when she said she looked like Megan Fox. <laughs> like I Red was Fox. losing my mind. It's like Red Fox. It's like Red Fox. Yeah. You big dummy. You big dummy. I've seen, I've, <laughs> Dude, there are shows that are meant to make you laugh that haven't made me laugh as hard as this show does. It's one of the funniest shows I've watched in my life. But I think that it's the, the Love is Blind party, though. That's the thing that, that makes it. It's one thing that you're sitting in your crib, Cap, but when you go to a Love is Blind party, charcuterie board, wine, song. The whole bit. That's the thing that's funny. And women. And women. See, that's the thing that throws you off about Shay, right? The idea that, that it's him and his wife and other women as if they're sitting around, you know, at book club. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. I, listen, Hoodie, I'd go to a book club, too. I like to read. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I'm illiterate. It's not a big deal. Um, Are you now into Love is Blind Sweden, Love is Blind Japan, Love is Blind Brazil? Because they've got all those going, too. I now. have actually heard Love is Blind Japan is fantastic. But I, I that was on a podcast that I listened to. I haven't watched it. Uh, no, I do. Like, why is this so different from going to a bar to watch a game with uh, with your friends? We were sitting on the couch watching the show. We're texting our friends about the things that are happening. And finally, we're like, why don't we just get together and watch these episodes together? Because it'll be fun. Put that on the poll at ESPN 1000. Has Shay lost his mind to go to Love is Blind parties? You know, they're getting sued, that show. Yes or no? Yeah, they are getting sued because something that happened in season five was not good. Let's leave it at that. Something yeah. happened in season five that was not good, very bad, and we'll leave it at that. What happened? Inhumane working conditions, false imprisonment, and sexual assault during filming is what's being alleged by three former cast members suing Netflix and production companies Kinetic Content and Delirium TV. Damn. Hmm. So, now, so someone broke through the wall. They had to edit out an entire cast member because Ooh. of the suit and what happened. God, yeah. Hope they got that guy under the jail. I'm going to pass. Or woman. The person, whoever that is, right? Under the jail. That's the hope. Is it a woman? I don't know. Okay. They didn't say. The cast member, whoever that is, under the jail. Taking advantage. That's not good at all. Not good. All not right. Good. Well, you know what? And the other part of it is is that the satire about Shay is that he doesn't like people, but he does not mind that, being around people to watch Love is Blind. Right. Doesn't want anyone to make eye contact with him in a bar, come up and talk to him football, which he knows a lot about. Like, his knowledge of football is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, Love is Blind? Let's all hang out and have a charcuterie board together. Here's the one thing, though. Bizarre. Shay's watching this in the winter and spring. Hey, if this was on in September, no shot. No chance. Honey, <laughs> I know you want to watch Love is Blind tonight, but Cal's playing Stanford, okay? We can't do it. We'll find out about the Civil War uh, forecast that uh, Tracy has yeah, I've got up. Some, I've done some research. i got questions. You do? Yeah. All right. We'll talk to Tracy about that coming up next on Captain J-Hood. Sybil. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Now time for the classic Cap and Jay Hood cut of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse, Jay Mort. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! 
Dallas, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's Justin on Captain J. Hood. Justin, good morning. Can you just give me a minute or two just to get something off my chest? I want to address the caller last week that had some choice words. I won't speak of him, but, I mean, we know who it is. Um, I don't know how much time he spent in Chicago. I know he's from a certain city on the East Coast. But uh, all I know is I'm born and raised in Chicago. And I've been following the Bears since forever. So we've had a lot of down years. Yep. And we just so happen to be in the position that we are in now. So for him to come in and say, oh, whatever, this question that he asked, who does he think he is, that's fine. It's cool. But, you know, you're a guest in this Bears community. I'm a veteran in the Bears community. So take that how you want to take it. Derek in Brooklyn, New York, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Derek, good morning. Yo, yo, good morning, man. What's up? You notice we have, a prom- my- we have a promo running of you as well. Oh, okay. That's what's up, man. But I'm, I'm hearing people, you know, saying my name without saying my name. And where I'm from, man, we say names. You know what I mean? If we got a problem. But, um... Take that, what's, Justin. What's, now, what's, what's, dude, what's the dude issue with me? What, what I said? Can you just explain the tail end of it real quick so I can, you know, I just say I heard my name. You know what I'm saying? Without hearing my name. I mean, he has beef with your, your Bears thoughts, apparently. Okay, so he has an issue with my take about saying that I think the Bears should move on from Justin Fields, right? Okay, so listen, uh, what's the dude named Justin? All right, first of all, man, let me say this, man. Don't ever question... Uh, my situation as far as living in New York but uh, being from Chicago because I can go to Chicago anytime I want and be good anywhere. That's number one in Chicago. Now we're going to get to the bad situation. It's safe to come out, Cap. It's safe to come out now. Oh, God. And that's all, folks. <laughs> Cap and Jalen cut of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. David Flom, Matt Moore. It's a dining gem. LaSalle, north side of the Chicago River. It's time for weather. It's Tracy time. ABC 7 Eyewitness News. Turn our mic on. It's Tracy Butler is with us in studio. Tracy, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I want to ask you a couple questions. Oh, good gravy. Tell me about the cotton climate of Chicago, or are we more of a continental-type climate? And what does that mean? So there are different climate regions of Mm -hmm. the world. Okay. Okay. Because we're in the hardiness zone five and six, and oh you should know gosh. that if you're gardening. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Come, fine. Took two years of meteorology studies. Wow, you're just impressing all your friends, all one of them, right? Wow. Him, himself, the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> hey, we got to talk about what has just happened. It's this crazy. is craziness. Thank you for the 75 degrees yesterday. That was awesome. Oh. He's tweeting at me. Told you, Cap, there'll be baseball today. Oh, you my delivered gosh. Big it's, only, time. it's only because of Tracy. But I was really worried about storms. I was so worried yesterday. I'm like, please, guys, don't go into over inning, yeah. extra innings. Yeah. Please get the game done. Um, yeah, so yesterday's official high was 74 degrees. Our temperature at this very second is 21 degrees. That's a 53-degree temperature drop. Our wind chill right now is 4 degrees. So you could say it feels 70 degrees colder out there right now. Insane. And that's less than 24 hours. It's insane. But why, Tracy? Why? So this cold front that came through yesterday, so incredibly powerful. Like, out ahead of it, there was a ton of moisture. 
that we had to work with. And so we got a lot of rain. We had that hail, of course. Yeah. And then you had this incredibly cold air behind this system feeding into all of this. There were so many reports of large hail. You said you saw it last night. Oh, it was sideways going into my garage. I was trying to clean the garage last night. I had to close the doors. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, we had ping pong ball size hail, golf ball size hail. You know, it just, it was really something. And now it's cold. But the good news is, guys, we're going to rebound. And then March, you know, the saying, March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb. I think it's going to come in like a little lamb. I hope it doesn't go out like a gravy. We're supposed to get back to like 70 on Monday. Yeah, by Sunday. I watched you this morning so I get my weather. Really? Yeah, huh? Well, that's a shock. No. That's as much of a shock as our weather. And by the way, shout out to your brother in broadcasting. Tom Skilling's last day is today. Have to shout out to Tom. Congratulations. What an honor it has been to even work in the same city. As this icon, this legend, I have enormous respect for him. Yeah, he's he, awesome. Yeah, yeah Skilling's usually on vacation for these weather events, by the way. He just no, has to be in town. No, he isn't. He he's, loves this stuff. He's never in town. Usually he just hands it over to Ivory. Go ahead, Demetrius. <laughs> Rule it. Take it. But he just happened to be in town for this crazy weather event. That's just amazing. I think Mother Nature just, you know, dialed it up for him. <laughs> it was awesome, and you're a rock star. Thanks, guys. Thank you for the warmth yesterday. And thank you for an, uh, yet another mild winter. So far. Weird, though, right? Weird. <laughs> We're not done yet. We thank you for listening and calling in and being part of the program here on Cap and J. Hood. Our thanks to you for watching and listening to the show. Our thanks to Shay and Jay Moore on the other side of the glass. Now, tomorrow will be a Deal Breakers Thursday. I look forward to that. And you never know with this cop and climate, otherwise known as continental, <laughs> who knows what tomorrow brings, but I'll be here at 7 with you. How about a temperate tomorrow? With Tom Skilling, John Hood with Easter. you. We'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> at 7. And so long, everybody. Take that from Chicago.